Hi, this is Luis Carlos Pineda from Loud and Proud Orlando. I want to thank you for listening to us through Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Help us grow our purple community by following us on all our social media outlets. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're also available on YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. We're available on Instagram as Pineda underscore O-R-L. We're available on Facebook as Loud and Proud Orlando. And on Twitter as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And vamos Orlando.
How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Loud and Proud Orlando. It's Monday, August 22nd, 8.37 p.m. Thank you so much for being live with us. Uh, we're about 13 people live right now. Um, an eventful night, uh, Orlando City massive W against Charlotte FC. Uh, personally, you know, Teshomania is running wild, brother, brother. Running wild, right? I just he just needs the the mustache and then he'll be all set, right? Um, happy for Tesho uh, to all the haters, uh, just like the Generation X uh, will say. You, you know, you guys can, you know, right? I think you guys can take that, um, and uh, you know. Good and bad. Uh, I think a great performance by the Lions. Um, you know, I don't know if it's Papi special, Chulo special. I don't know if it's a Tesho special, but a special win it was. I mean, for sure. And uh, we're going to analyze that and more. The Pride still undefeated in seven games. OCB got a draw as well. So it was a good weekend for, for uh, uh, Orlando City fan and Orlando Pride fan. Uh, without a shadow of a doubt. So um, here with me is uh, Paola and Dave. Paola, how are you today? I'm doing fantastic after those three points well deserved yesterday, plus the pride winning over the weekend. I feel fantastic. Happy Monday to y'all. So I'm happy to be here as always. David, how are you, my friend? Sorry about that. <clears throat> no, happy Monday to everybody. Um, feeling fantastic. Uh, in daily scored. Um, in a moment where I felt that everything was done, because I again I, I criticize Papi Special because is is unsustainable. You know they they tie the game. Like, yeah, that's it. We're gonna get a point. Gonna get over the line. Just with that one point, but then Tesha Kindele said, "Not today, not today." And uh, when you hear me say that football is a pound of talent and an ounce of luck, that goal is what I'm talking about. That goal does not happen if turf, which is a surface that I hate with a passion, then rear its ugly head. If you guys see the clearance, I believe it was by Rodrigo Schlegel. The ball bounces over the defender, falls in the feet of uh, Junior Urso, who smartly got rid of it right away because he knew that he was going to get fouled. If he passed the ball ahead, the referee is going to grant advantage. That's exactly what happened. And uh, Tesha Kindele, uh, a person that is forgotten in this equation, is our friend uh, Benjamin Shell, who smartly – uh, halted his run, expecting the bounce. Fortunately, the bounce went back to Tesho, and we 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 escaped with the three points. Uh, it was a great night, a necessary win, if you ask me. And uh, you know, a lot of people are saying, "Well, it's his first goal for the season." Blah 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 blah. Whatever. Uh, listen, I don't care. It's a goal that we needed, and it came at the right time. No, without a shadow of a doubt. How do you see it, uh, Paula? Mr. Clutch, I was so, so happy. I was like, I don't care if it was 
a year after, like David said, it it came at the right moment. He earned his salary for the entire year. I don't care. I don't care. And I criticize the dude, right? But I will earn it. I was surprised. I jumped. Um, if you go to our Tiro de Esquina um, Twitter, Alec, my fiance, he posted a video of me like screaming at the TV because I was screaming at the TV because I was feeling the same way that David. I was like, okay, we're done. And Techo was Mr. Clutch yesterday. So thank you, Techo, for those for that goal. Because if it wasn't for that turf, I don't care. Thank you, Techo. So well deserved for him because he said after um when um, Gabby uh, Amado said, um, talked to him. He said that he felt a pressure because he's a forward and forward needs to score. So now he, f he doesn't feel 100% relief, but that pressure that he had that he needed to score, he feels better for the future game. So well deserved. Let's see what has happened on the future, but he deserved it. So, you know, um, first and foremost, um, a lot of people, you know, that don't even can do any sort of soccer move or talk crap about Tesho. Tesho's full of heart. He's a great player, a great human being. I had the pleasure of uh, seeing him and, you know, because I cover the team and because of Loud and Proud and, and he's an outstanding human being. Um, now, um, he's, a, he's a team player, man. You know, he, he doesn't really define himself uh, as a legit You know, yeah, he's a forward on paper, but I mean, Pareja's definitely not using him as a forward. Um, you know, when you see Tesha coming in, you see uh, Pareja trying to still uh, recoup the mid and trying to recover balls and trying to mark a couple of key players for the other, for the rival team. So I think Tesha came in with that intention. Good for him. A phenomenal goal. I think one of the most defining goals in this season for Orlando because if Orlando would have um, lost this game uh, we would have gone to the bottom bottom of the league while you know um, um, all the all of our other contenders would have been you know salivating right no absolutely um, Luis and you know it's it's early I'm sorry go ahead no no go ahead man no uh, I, I'll say it's, it's still early because there's a, a lot of football to be played but this may be a defining, a defining goal for the season, just like Sebas Mendes at Montreal, in my opinion, was was a defining goal. Was a goal that saved the season. It gave, gave us a, a pass to the playoffs. And uh, you know, I, I I know there's a lot of animosity towards Tesho. And on my blog, I dedicated the la latest video uh, to Tesho because I think it's is un unfounded and unjustified. Like you said, Tesho, right, fantastic a human being. I have met him several times. You know, Tesho, Tesho is, is, a, is a smart guy, you know, beyond the pitch. He's a super smart guy, has a, a master's in finance. Uh, if you follow him on social media, you know, he's, he's into real estate, investing. And I believe that after he's, he hangs uh, his uh, football boots, he's going to have a very successful uh, after, after football life, which not everybody can say that. And uh, he has he has made some smart investments, and and he's 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 super motivated. You know, one one story that a lot of people don't know is that Tesho played high school 
uh, soccer, high school football. And if you are one of these younger generation kids, you are told you can't do that because it's a death to any um, aspirations that you may have to become a professional. And he was offered an opportunity to be in the academy uh, of the Colorado Rapids, and he turned it down because he wanted to go to college. He wanted to work in his education, and um, and he went to a school very uh, that a very small school, uh, which is uh, the Colorado School of Mines, basically an engineering school. And uh, then from there, he he was drafted uh, by Oscar Pareja to the uh, the FC Dallas, where in 2014 he was the rookie of the year. People forget this very quickly. In 2019, arguably our second worst season, this man had 10 goals with J James O'Connor. And we forget that. I think that the defensive work that Tesho does go goes unnoticed because for those fans that are not football savvy, are new to the sport, they tend to follow the ball. They tend to follow the ball. So if you're not kicking the ball, you're not taking the ball forward, you're not say, making the saves, you're not grabbing the ball, people tend not to see the work that Tesho does behind uh, defensively. Uh, that goal doesn't happen without Tesho. And I'm right. going to be honest with you. When I saw Tesho sprinting towards that ball, I knew he was going to get a shot on frame. I, I wasn't, I'm not going to say, oh, it's, it's going to be a goal. Because I'm going to be honest with you. I, I was on my couch laying back thinking this was going to be – a uh, shot that he was gonna throw over the bar, or a shot that was gonna be saved by the by the uh, by the goalkeeper. When I saw that ball ball bounce back to him, that's when I knew it was all over. And that ball went in, and and my neighbors once again uh, were reminded that I that I that I have uh, I have lungs. So all right, let's just say that, my friends. You know, Tesho Tesho might be a lot of things, but Tesho Tesho feels the weight of that jersey and the commitment to the badge. So maybe this Sunday when we play at home, some of you can go and approach him and let him know that he's that he's appreciated. I don't care if you score one goal or you score 100. You're going out there to represent us. We have to show the appreciation. There's only one player in Orlando City history that I, I, I don't count as a Lion. Everybody knows who that is. Uh, but uh, to me, Tesha Kindele, place of honor. Um, for sure. Let's read some comments. Joshua Tall, I'm so happy for Tesho. Uh, Jeffrey Ordaz says, saludos. With all due respect, but Tesho needs to perform at a high standard and others are suffering good chance to grow with the team. It is hurting our player pool. Um, That's a good observation. Um, I just think that he's a... Uh, in, there, there are teams that have certain players uh, that the coach, um, I call them tactical work for, uh, workhorses, tactical workhorses. And Tesho is the tactical workhorse of Oscar Pareja because he can put him as a six, he can put him as a striker, he can put him to defend. He, he, he knows that... A role player. He's a role player. He he he's a he's a jack of all trades in a way. In in for example, in in uh, the Peruvian national team, um, it was Edison Flores, the the former player of DC United. He will play uh, left wing. He could play also behind the the striker. You know, um, he was a tactical player. He will come in the second half. 
with with you know Peru being down one nil or two nil, and he will be uh, either somebody that will hold up the play, or somebody that would you know try to do a play to score in a set piece. Like uh, there are players like that. Like I, again, you know, I do agree that you know all players need to play at a high high level. But I mean, I just want to point that out. Christian Seidel, it says, uh, but we don't dare uh, to yell, uh, yell to Tesho saying in the stadium, like, you suck, Tesho. There you go. It uh, says, uh, it's funny, we, hit, we hate Tesho as much as we hate our referees, mostly in the MLS. <laughs> That's a good idea. Hector Ayala, men, specifically in the OC Kingdom page, they piss me off every effing time. That page should be shut down. OC Kingdom, I've never seen that page. Never heard. Uh, in 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 a big hug to uh to Hector, my man. I hope you everything is great with you and your family. A listener from from a long time, uh, Orlando City faithful for for a very long time as well. Uh, I just you know Hector, I'm gonna tell you, Papa. I I really don't go to Facebook for that reason, man. I I just don't find. And this is something that friends from other fan bases, even with my overseas clubs, I find that the Facebook is crappy takes, Twitter, even with the trolls and everything, it, I, there's, there's, there's some thought behind the comments and everything. So I personally just don't go on Facebook for my, for my sanity. <laughs> yeah. They don't, they don't let us post anything. Like they don't want to, they don't want us to, to post anything on some, some Facebook. We had to create our own Facebook group because of that. It's crazy. I never thought Facebook was that toxic, believe it or not. Now I, I realize that it is. Either way, Mark Rodriguez says, I'll take the goal, but who wouldn't? However, one goal does not a great season make. It does not make a great season. I think he meant to say that. It does not make a great season. Perspective. No, I, I agree. I mean, wholeheartedly, but he, I, I think he's embraced the role of not scoring. Uh, I think he's embraced the role that Parejo is sending him to do, which is hold up the play. Now, um, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I think we need more uh, more strikers. I think we need uh, to finish the play. I think we, you know, Orlando passes the ball 430 times, and out of those 430 times, we we score one or two goals. Like you know, um, you know, we need. I think we need more attacking attacking ammunition you know in that case um let's let's um uh talk about uh, the game itself so i'm gonna go ahead and kind of this is what i what i saw a phenomenal game from cesar araujo i think he was uh detrimental to literally um stopping his tracks bronico and mcneil that always try to attack in transition I think uh, the back line was also, you know, aside of Ruan, that had a tough time with uh, Vargas. That kid plays phenomenal, I'm going to say. That kid Vargas from, from Charlotte, he he ate up uh, Ruan, uh, I'll be honest with you, in, in the first half especially. But Antonio Carlos and Rodrigo Schlegel, solid. Kyle Smith, very solid defensively. And... Um, you know, uh, Orlando controlled the possession of the ball. They four set four set pieces, but those set pieces didn't come to anything, just like Orlando fashion. 
And uh, you know, um, Charlotte just in the first in the first half had a tough time breaking Orlando defensively, in my opinion. And that is thanks to Cesar Araujo, Antonio Carlos, Rodrigo Schlegel. Like they 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 were um, definitely doing everything in their power to to contain um, Charlotte. And um, you know, um, uh, there was uh, Charlotte um, had a, a a close shot in the 30th minute, which was a great save by Pedro Alese. But Orlando in the first half dominated, in my opinion, the tempo of the game. Now. Um, I'm going to say this, uh, Facundo Torres, um, I love the freedom that he's been having. Um, and I started noticing that him and Urso will switch sides completely. Um, like sometimes you'll see Urso as a right wing and then you see Facundo right behind Urgen. Um, and he keeps rotating and changing positions. That is uh, the coach or whoever is in charge of doing the, the tactical board of Orlando City um, give him the freedom to to create attacking plays and it was tough for Christian Fuchs um, to to contain him uh, to the point that um, they started getting yellow cards and they started getting very physical but um, I mean that's that's my observation of the first half how do you saw the first half uh, Dave Orlando's first half well it was a KG affair. Obviously, both teams needed to win. Uh, we had 30,000 of their faithful um, screaming their guts out. Uh, very difficult place to play. Turf on top of that. Um, and, you know, like everything, there was th this is the first time we go there. Excuse me. And uh, so, you know, there's no precedence of, for the players, any of the players, uh, how to play there. So usually... When you have new players on the team, the 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 veterans will be like, okay, well, you know, this is how it's gonna be, blah blah blah. But uh, it was brand new for everybody. Now, uh, it was uh, I was disappointed at the fact that we were unable to score in the first half. We have our chances; they had their chances as well. Felt it was gonna be a, a 50 50 chance. Uh, this game had the was running the risk of ending a nil nil, which would have uh, affected us uh, psychologically. I think more than anything, uh, but that goal by Air Chankara was 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 a beautiful piece of uh, you know of, of, of gambeta, like we say in Spanish. You know, they, they just just uh, we just found the space, and um, I'm gonna be honest with you. A lot of people in the Charlotte were like, "Oh, it was offside." If you look at the top of your screen, you see how. Your captain was ball watching, not paying attention where he was positioned, and they paid the price. And Erchin Kara, that was just a clinical, clinical, clinical pass. That that's not easy to do. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, my my uh, oldest son was a goalkeeper, and uh, you know, to be honest with you, Kalina was uh, as extended as humanly possible. And uh, Kara managed to get that ball to roll around him and go and go. So, you know, in that respect, you know, uh, of course, you know, the winning goal goes to Tesha. So people are talking about that. But but Kara had uh, a fantastic, uh, fantastic, fantastic opportunity. One where he praised uh, uh, Facundo Torres saying, hey, uh, Gavin interviewed him after the game. And he said, hey, you know. Uh, it's always a pleasure to play with him. We're as much are, as 
as we play more with each other, we get to know each other, we get to understand the cues of, you know, without having to say any words to, to each other. And and more of this is to come. So hopefully, hopefully Kara can find his rhythm because if somebody needs goals, it's Orlando City right now. I think Erich um, and Kara, you know, first and foremost, uh, congratulations. He just recently got married and, uh, you know, uh, that's fantastic. Uh, um, but I do want to say that um, he came on fire and um, he's a uh, don't sleep on urgent Kara because he's he scored 14 goals in the Austrian Superliga. And now he is I think he has nine or 10 goals in the MLS so far. So he's he's getting up there. You know, he's getting up there and he's just getting started his first season with the team. Now, I want to say and, and I repeat it like, like I just said. Uh, the freedom that um, Facundo Torres had, that created the play, in my opinion. Same with Junior Urso. These two up front had a phenomenal game today. And because they were switching they were switching positions so much, Bronico and Vargas, they were like, they didn't know what they were doing. Like, like oh, my God, like this guy's on the right and this guy's in the mid. And, and I don't know where they're going to be going. And um, they were trying to mark, you know, double mark him with Jones. And Jones was getting super physical, especially in the mid. That's why he got a yellow card, at a, as, same as McNeil. So they were resulting into the foul because they couldn't stop Facundo or, or Junior. And uh, that's how it came about, you know, uh, a, a fantastic, um, you know, play that started with uh, Junior Urso. And then... Uh, that was able to find Facundo Torres. And then, you know, he found, you know, again, you know, $13 million player. Um, you know, he needs to do $13 million uh, place, right? Um, he needs to. And so that's that's the type of level of player we got. And he's just getting started. He's super young. And, uh, you know, he, uh, again, the wallet, uh, Urgent Cara, you know, uh, 14 goals in, in Austria. There you go. Like, when you're like that on a 1v1 against a keeper like that, there's no margin of error. And I'm happy to, to say that, you know, if it would have been a different striker, he probably would have missed. But I think he had the technique and the ability and the finishing ability to put it on the, put him behind the net. And I was so happy about that. I don't know how you saw the Orlando's first goal, um, Paola. No, I was impressed, I, and I'm with you. Like the 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 freedom that Faku has now of switching Urso in the wing is phenomenal. Because I was talking, I was talking over the over the week when when we find out about Pato injury, I was like, now Faku needs to step up and be that number ten, creating chances. And we saw it yesterday, even though that he's playing more as a winger, but freedomly he's switching places like you said with with urso also urso has a, had a phenomenal game yesterday yeah. um people were giving it to techo yes but at the same time urso was the one who created that that play so and 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 more because um he was passing it to jake unfortunately jake had a couple of crosses but there were nobody in the in the box yeah. right but at the same time ruan too like he had a couple of crosses like we we and something that I noticed yesterday, we were shooting the ball. That's something that we were not doing in the past. We had seven shots, two on target, right? But at the same time, we are playing differently. 
I don't know if because of the pressure that we need to win games now, it's a different pressure than two weeks ago or three weeks ago. And I like what I'm seeing about in the front with, with Faku and, and Urso, because like you said, Ronico and Vargas, they were confused. They were like, what's going on? So I like the tactics. Um, it's sad that Pato, I, I don't know if you are um, going to talk about this, but the team did a, a like a, an honorary yeah. event to, to Pato in the beginning of the, of the game, and, and that, that means a lot, right? So I like what I'm seeing. Let's see what the future holds. And Ersan Kara needed that goal because after that goal, he played it. He, he was playing more intense. Mm -hmm. he, it changed everything for him. So yeah. I like what I'm seeing about him. No, I, I want to go ahead. Mm -hmm. uh, go ahead, Luis. Look, before you go, um, I just want to also congratulate um, Cesar Araujo. He made team of the week, actually, um, on the bench. You know, <laughs> on the bench, but it's something, right? I mean, thank you, MLS. Uh, we but, always make uh, the bench whenever I get right, the start, right? right. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, you got a Raul Ruiz Diaz, uh, also on the bench, uh, but well, I mean, at least Araujo is being recognized. Um, he had a phenomenal game in there. Reynos, I'm, I'm gonna say this. This is so I mean, look, Reynoso, in my opinion, I'm gonna say this. Uh, I know I'm probably getting in trouble. To me, he's a normal player, man. I, I'll be honest with you, and, and he's he's freaking average to me. Like if he will play in, a, in in South America, he'll get destroyed. He'll be eaten up. I, I'm just saying. I I don't know why they they have their darlings, right? They have their darlings. It's just it's so so apparent. What's Damian Lowe, man? One of the worst center backs. One of the worst center backs in the in the league, in my opinion. You should see. Just go to YouTube and search Peru against Jamaica. Blooper, bro. Blooper. Blooper. He also was the one who gave Orlando City the win, uh, right? He yeah, he, he can score blooper. winning goals. You gotta how, give him that. How, how does the blooper machine get on the team of the week, bro? I mean, well, he's, my he's, he scored winning goals, man. Low, low can score winning goals. That's minimum. Schlegel should be there or Antonio Carlos. Minimum. Yeah, well, but that's another happen. conversation. It's never gonna happen because you know the like you said. I want to deviate from what I was going to say, but one of the things that I have noticed is because MLS is an entity, they promote the product that they think is going to get them eyes yeah. on the league. That's, why, that's the reason why that stupid goal uh, that Rooney scored against us uh, or that, that says to Lucho, who to the on my grave on my on my tombstone I'm gonna say he falpino uh you know they, they that's why they they put this 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 these videos on rotation simply because it, it, every time they put that that stupid video it, it gets you know 50 million views and the, you know the fact of the matter is MLS should be praising uh, Leeds United, who this past weekend, hell yeah, four M former MLS hey, players. I cried, I cried. Four MLS players and manager won a game. I mean, it, like humble one of the best teams in England, and uh, you don't see that. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you, you don't, you don't. You, the, the narrative, my friends, that MLS is a retirement league is it was destroyed this past weekend, single handedly. And uh, and uh, what I was gonna say about what Paola mentioned was um, we 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 got news that 
Pato is back in Brazil. Yeah. That he's gonna go through the surgery there. He's gonna go through the um, the the recovery and everything there. It is my opinion. I said it on online, and people were attacking me like, "Oh, you're saying he's Spanish?" Listen, it doesn't take uh, it doesn't doesn't take a PhD to know that if the guy is returning to Brazil and he's not gonna be with the team because there's only nine games left, friends, at this point, nine games. He's not unless you put him in a in a in a DeLorean and speed 88 miles an hour down the highway. It's not gonna happen. He's not coming back. And 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 I, I we have to admit to ourselves that the Pato experiment has come to an end. I mean, we have to do that. Does that mean that I think the guy is bad? That he's not a great football? No, no, that. All he means is that his time with us has ended. The money that we're paying for him to quite possibly make a comeback. It's not worth it. We can't have part-time players. We have to have full-time individuals that that are gonna you know, that are gonna score and are gonna do what they need to do. And you know what? Pato came, gave his best. It just didn't work out. Do I feel that he should be at the stadium uh, September seventh? Absolutely. He earned that trophy just like everybody else. Unfortunately, his surgery is scheduled for two days later, so I don't know if that that can be worked out. But the fact of the matter is, is that we have to accept that Pato's not returning. It's not coming back, and he's not coming back because of of lack of whatever. Is the fact that is physically impossible for because right now his surgery is not even to repair anything. It's an exploratory surgery, and I'm gonna tell you even more with my experience in the medical field. I'm not a doctor. Like I said, I have went to EMT school and uh, I have worked in biomedical engineering for close to 20 years. I think that the surgery is not for him to play football. It's just so he can have quality of life, meaning that he can walk, walk without the aid of crutches or a walking stick or a wheelchair, that he can run, that he can lift weight, that he can go up a set of stairs. That's basically what the surgery is. I think his career is over. I'm going to be honest with you, and, you know, and because uh, the injury was bad. Uh, it's the same uh, knee that he has surgery on. And on top of that, if the damage is on the scar tissue, it's going to happen again. It's going to happen again until the point that he runs the risk of an injury that may stop blood flow to the lower half of his leg. And then it's, it's going to be an amputation. He runs the risk of doing that. So if, if, if I am a loved one, of Pato, I, I will say, Pato, there's nothing else to prove. Retire with dignity. Make sure that you have your legs. The future is bright on whatever you do. You're a good-looking fella. You, The camera loves you. You can work on TV. You can do whatever you got to do. You have the name. You have the recognition. That's it. That's my opinion. Um, yeah. and, and that's pretty much it about that. I mean, personally, um he has uh, tons of businesses in Brazil. I mean, his whole his whole life is there. Um, he's achieved, just like you said, you know, anything a football player would like to achieve in, in, in his career, he has done it. I think, uh, and I, and I hopefully the, the club is listening. I, I truly believe that he needs to be flied, flied over, um, like zero, zero expense from him to go to the final because He's a huge part of that, huge part, um, and uh, I think uh, the players will will love to see him there. 
um, as a, you know, look, just look at this picture, right? Uh, I mean, everyone is uh, very committed to, to him. And I mean, I could definitely say he's such a positive influence in the locker room. Um, when it comes, when he talks to people, he's, he always comes um, to, to make people smile. You know what I mean? He's, he's that type of person. And uh, he definitely is right now surely missed in the locker room. So I think it'll be fantastic for, for them to, for the players to see him there. And it'll be an extra incentive to definitely get out of, go, go to the final two, you know, with a knife in their teeth and just go, go for the win, you know, um, and, and score five goals against Sacramento, you know, like totally be a, complete annihilation at that point and get the trophy and then imagine how 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 great of a you know I, I don't want to retire anyone I mean that's not my point but I do have I do know about Pato's uh, other injuries that he had during his career but I mean you cannot tell a, a a someone that plays a sport that he's done he he I mean and and how I know this because um they are they have they they think different than us like they, they, their sense of compet uh, of competition is completely different um and until the doctor definitely tells him that he needs to stop then you know that's what will happen but i think if let's say this trophy was his last i mean it will mean so much to him you know just to be part of of that celebration <laughs> I think it would be a great idea of having him over in Orlando uh, at Explorer Stadium on, on the day of the final. I don't know what Paola thinks about Pato and what happened to him. No, no, I agree. I agree. I was surprised when I saw the September 9th. It will be the exploratory. I'm like, uh, September 7th is the final. So I was like, men, like, I don't know what's, what's going to happen. But like you guys said, he deserves to be there. Because part of us being in the final is because of him. I don't. I don't care what people say. Oh, he hasn't scored. No, he had a different um, position in the team that make us do um, scores and be in the final. So he deserves to be there. And hopefully, Orlando City, if you're hearing, please bring Pato to the final. Cause I know that he wants to be here. Because he was watching the game yesterday. He was uh, retweeting um, pictures. And, and I know that he wants to be in the pitch with the boys. So it's sad. Um, I was sad when I saw the, the news. It was not something that I was not expecting. Because I, I knew that it was a hurtful injury. But at the same time, I was not expecting that the surgery was going to be in Brazil and on the 9th. So hopefully we can see him. Uh, sure. Um, I totally agree with that. Let's read some comments. This is here. Um, Brendan Morrissey. It says, what do you guys think of OCSC King Kingdom and OC Fan TV? I've heard of OC Fan TV, but I've not heard of OCSC Kingdom. Um, um, so I cannot really make a, make a judgment, uh, um, you know, unfortunately. But hopefully, you know, you know, hopefully they're doing well, you know. I don't know. What, what yeah, are your... Yeah. Well, I mean, I have no opinion on OCSC Kingdom. Uh, news to me, I guess they're a Facebook page. I don't go on Facebook. I go on Facebook to share pictures of my kids for my aunts and and uh, my cousins. You know, I, I mean, quite honestly, I have given up on Facebook uh, MLS or Orlando City. 
I think the dynamic there is not positive. Um, and, um, you know, it's about dunking on people. And, uh, you know, I mean, let's, let's be honest. If, if Tesho is hated, I, I, am, I am a close second. I'm probably number one. Let's be honest. People don't like my opinions. People don't like me. Maybe it's my good looks, my animal magnetism. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know what it is. No, but no. Uh, but uh, in, in a, as far as uh, OC Fan TV, they're my friends. Bryce, Zach, Zach, Dave. I've been in their show. Uh, I'm a regular on their uh, uh, Fan TV. Uh, my kids. And, uh, you know, I think they, they're doing a service uh, to our community. The quality of their podcast, the quality of uh, their, their, their reactions has improved. It went from uh, complete drunken mayhem to, to people just expressing themselves. You know, when we win, we win. When we lose, we lose. And I, that's the beauty. I think um, uh, those videos are going to mean something years in the future. Like for people like my kids, you know, maybe 10 years from now, uh, when they're a full-blown adult, they can look back and, and see themselves as little kids uh, talking about the, the, the club they love, the club that represents their city. Uh, but, uh, you know, this uh, uh, our podcast is in competition with no one. Uh, every, you know, all the podcasters are our friends. I find myself as a listener or viewer of everyone, everybody's content. Uh, I, I'm open to collab with anybody as long as the uh, it's uh, to enhance and, uh, and and put our our club in a pedestal. And, uh, and that's pretty much my answer to that. As a Joshua Tall, that was a really nice pass. Um, then it was uh, that it was uh, nice care, nice care scored. Okay, uh, thank you, Joshua. Appreciate it. Wolf Jacks says, I thought Urso had a great game. This Christian Seidel says, Joshua, hopefully to win again to stay in the playoffs. It says here, Joshua Tall, I hope Jensen will be back for the game against NYCFC. Uh, okay, Jim D says, Yep, need up. Need, need to go up 7-0, then Sapato in the 89th minute to soak it in. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, it, it will just be great to see him definitely play. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and share um, a couple of things that uh, Oscar Pareja said also um, on the press conference. Um, he, he, I mean, he said that Jake Mulraney, to him, he had a, a, a fantastic game. He said um, that he was the person who allowed uh, to have urgent to have that open space to score, um, and that he was happy for Jake uh, the way he's been uh, adapting into um, into Orlando City and and his system. He's actually quite quite happy of his performance as well. Um, this is what Tesho said, and um, I wanna I wanna I want you guys to analyze what he said and and. Again, you know, this is a guy that, that a lot of people have, in my opinion, they, they've um, completely... Uh, vilified is the word. Yeah, 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 they've vilified a little bit, you know. And uh, he said this, I feel we're coming to our identity. It all starts with hard work. Sometimes you play pretty and sometimes you don't. Everyone today was working and that is what takes to win in this league. 
you know, I think he, he nailed it. He nailed it right there uh, because I mean that, that it, so you can judge two or three seasons in which Orlando literally has been going to the playoffs back to back, a final uh, for half a, a couple games. You're one of the worst records at home right now in the Oscar Pereja era era. You can't, you can't, you can't, you know, Orlando's not definitely playing pretty. Uh, I know people want dynamic football and, uh, you know, they want to Orlando to play like maybe a team from the Premier League or maybe Man, Man City or or Chelsea or even Leeds United. But unfortunately, um, the league's still not developed just yet to be at that level. Uh, let's be completely honest. Um, and Orlando is a small market, whether we want to see it or don't want to see it. Um, and in order for you to drag those type of players over, it's not just money. You have to also pitch them the club to the player. And without trophies and without silverware, there's nothing that will back you up. Now, with this opportunity that this group of people have, these group of players, there's going to be a trophy there. And I have no doubt that the front office is going to definitely, um, you know, see see this next next season, uh, that there is a lot of more international competition. You know, you got League Cup. You have uh, also the, you know, CONCACAF Champions League, obviously, if we, if we make it, if we win the U.S. Open Cup. So I think... Orlando is going to boost uh, the roster. Gaston Gonzalez is back, you know. So, I mean, all, all of that, you know, Urgent Car will be his first, um, you know, his his full season with the club, you know, even preseason. So, I think um, it will be Facundo Torres' second season in the MLS. So, just things are going to be falling into place. So, you know, Tesho says it, you know, at this point, of the league, in my opinion, you just got to win. It doesn't matter how. Like, we can be picky. We can be winning two to one, beat Charlotte, and then complain, oh, but, you know, this was wrong. I'm like, bro, you just won. You just won, dude. You're fifth. You just won. Like, I mean, what more can you say? Like, as I was reading some comments, oh, man, this is going on here. You know, this needs to be fixed right now. You know, uh, you know, and uh, it's not like that, guys. You guys are freaking one. Be happy for once. Go to the 7-Eleven. Go buy a freaking ice cream sandwich. Take the wrapper out and just shove it in your mouth and eat it and chew it. Make sure you don't choke on it. Chew it. Like, literally, be happy about it. You know, drink a beer. I don't know if you're a skinhead, you know, or a wannabe skinhead. Drink a brewski, a Guinness, Guinness Stout, you know. I mean, just just, just do it. I, I, you know, be happy that the team has won, for crying out loud. What I was seeing today, this morning, I was just like, oh, but you have to analyze, like, you know, um, the place and, and this and this. You have Cesar Araujo, team of the week. You have Tejo Akindele, his probably defining goal of, of this season. Then you have Orlando fifth. 
and, and you know, and then the, the cup is coming up. Like, let's just stay together, guys. Like, let's just not bicker over stupid stuff. I don't know. What are your thoughts there, Paola? You, you just saw you laughing. No, no, because you, you're right. That's why I'm laughing. Like, I, I was laughing at the part of the ice cream. Let's show it up. But I was going to say a Slurpee yeah. or something. But so they can, the brain freeze can, you know, make them realize that we won an important game um, yesterday. And, and I totally agree. Like, Let's be happy. Techo said it yesterday. It's building momentum for them. Now they they're in a better place. They just won the last two games. Now they're focused on the next one. And then in 15 days, 15 days, we are going to lift silverware in the stadium. Okay? So people forget. I don't know. They have amnesia or something. Um, I don't know. But... We won yesterday, and that's the important thing. Probably it will go, like, if we wouldn't lose or tie yesterday, it was a different kind of story, but we still get criticized. Let's have a momentum. Let's celebrate. Three points, huge win. We're still in the in the playoff spot, so. When it's a brand new week, friends. We're going to be facing New York City this Sunday, and I would like to remind you guys, in my opinion, New York City, they have an asterisk above their uh, their their crest. They they are champions of circumstance. The fact that they hosted a game instead of coming to Exploria because of what Pro decided to do on, on our last game at home with uh, Nashville, criminal. But that's okay. Uh, you know, now that they don't have to play a dilapidated Philadelphia Union riddled with COVID, I mean, not for nothing. I mean, they're nothing to me. They're nothing to me. Uh, these guys lost three to two. Well, let's let's start with from the beginning. Uh, Saturday, July thirtieth, nil nil result with uh, Montreal. They lost uh, three to two uh, at uh, Columbus. Three to two at Miami. They they lost at home. Well, home really uh, Red Bull Arena, uh, three to one against Charlotte, a team that we just defeated. Uh, they defeated Chicago two 0 this past weekend, this past Sunday. Uh, but uh, Chicago is having some issues, and they're coming to our house. If we want to make a statement, we have to defeat this team. We have to defeat this team. This team came to the league with us. They came with all the money. Uh, they play in a baseball field. Everything about them, it disgusts me. It, it really does. It, it just is forced. It's fake. And um, what? With uh, with uh, the, the franchise of MLS, uh, I'm sorry. Um, oh, I want to the They're a farm team. That's what they are. You know, City Group owns a bunch of clubs. Yep. And, and and last year they won in every league. They have a team except in Uruguay. Peñarol ruined that uh, that dream for them to have total domination. But you know, I, I'm sorry. You know, and and, and they uh, as a farm team that they are, they stripped down the championship team, and uh, we need to beat them. I want to beat them at home and remind them that we send them home in the Open Cup and that we send them home in uh, the MLS play playoffs. Because at this point, you know, if if we want to 
Forget the situation with his, if Oscar Pareja has a job or not, if this player staying here. As a as a group, you want to leave. You want to you want to go on top. You gotta beat the champions. We have a tradition of beating the champions at home, and and, and it's and it's time to start doing that. Uh, you defeat um, you defeat um, New York City, and my friends, we have a chance to um, to host. We have the opportunity to host because if you look at the um, at the uh, standings, and of course my phone betrays me because I want to get there real quick. If you look at the standings right now, uh, New York City has uh, you have forty six points for Montreal, forty five for New York City, forty one for uh, New York Red Bulls, and we have thirty six alongside with Miami and uh, thirty five for Columbus. It's doable if we if we beat New York City. That's three points we're gaining on them. There's an opportunity to knock these guys out of those uh, home berths and, and, and host. I, I want to make the playoffs, but I also want to I want to host. I think um, it's uh, we have to to shoot for that. Hopefully, Open Cup is going to be that launching pad for us. Give us that energy. Um, in 2015, we were all but dead. We won seven out of the last eight games that season, and we were within five points of making playoffs. Had MLS had seven teams making playoffs that year, we would have made it in our first year. So with that said, uh, I just want to destroy New York City. And, you know, in, on a personal story, uh, and uh, friends that have followed me uh, for a long time, they know that in 2015 uh, their supporters pickpocketed my son, stole his, uh, his tablet, and then went on, on Facebook and bragged about it. And I'm going to be quite honest, I don't like that. You know, it's a seven-year-old kid. You were mad because my wife with her Brooklyn accent uh, was representing Orlando City. I mean, come on, bro. You know, and, 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 and the guy taunted me on Facebook, sent me pictures and all that crap. Uh, I, I was able to trace my device to a housing ozone park in Queens. It's okay, Papa. Enjoy it. You know, I, 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 I got money to buy 20 of those things. And that night, they went on to choke a police officer outside, and three of their other fans ended up arrested uh, on the Orange County uh, uh, jail eating uh, bologna sandwiches with cooling. Listen, you know I have no love lost for this for this garbage team and their little banner in a baseball field. They're 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 an embarrassment. They're a skid mark in this league. That's why we have to beat them. We have to remind them who we are, what a real football club is. So for that reason, because, you know, they, they're going to send their, you know, it's, it's, it's warm down here. They're going to send their people, Los Templados, they're real, the, 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 the fascist. Yeah, they're going to send all those people down here. And they're going to start fights, and they're going to throw crap at us, and they're going to insult our women, and they're going to invite us to fight. That's all they do. And they're going to break our seats. That's all they do. And, and they, they listening to me at the club. Uh, Jared, make sure that you have a lot of police presence there. A lot of them. A lot of it. Because that's what they do every time they come. You know what? And, and, I, and, and I have said this before. You know, you can talk all the crap you want about Atlanta. But one thing they don't do is they, they behave like animals, like Miami or New York City. They don't do that. My respect to the Atlanta fan. They come. They cheer for their team. Win or lose. Grab their garbage, they dump, they, they throw it in a in, in a receptacle, 
see you guys later, and they leave. You know, and 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 I'm surprised that they those guys showed that level of of sportsmanship. Meanwhile, the guys down south, you know, they they are known for attacking mascots and and attacking women with children. These other savages in New York City doing the same thing. You know, it's it's an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna vaccinate them for rabies this Sunday. And we're going to win that game. We're going to win that game because, you know what, it's what we do. We got to win. Guys, we got to win. We have to start defeating these teams above us too. A lot of people are like, oh, we got to defeat all the teams below us. We have to defeat the ones at the top because, you know, who we are, we're playing in the uh, playoffs? The teams at the top. Not the ones at the bottom. Those are going to be eliminated. We got to defeat true. the teams at the top. And I don't want to get to the playoffs and be sent home first game. That's not an achievement. We we have to keep an eye on Santiago Rodriguez. He used to play Montevideo City, which is a City Group team. That's the thing that the City Group does. That's why I, in a way, I do agree <laughs> with you. I don't like um, that. Um, and I'm gonna say it, Cotter. Cotter uh, is trying to buy out the sport. Cotter, the country of Cotter, is trying to buy out the the sport. I, I do not like that at all. I, I'm not in agreement of the World Cup being in Qatar, personally. I think it's disrespectful to how, how will you do a, a World Cup is a world event and you do it in a place that women have dress codes, that women cannot be themselves, that uh, people can feel discriminated against. And personally, that doesn't go with me. Uh, I'm, you know... And when it comes to what the city group does is what you just said, it's a farming is industry and they, they invest to those players to be worth millions of dollars and then eventually, you know, uh, sell them to different teams and make cash and all that stuff. Santiago Rodriguez is one of those players, very dangerous midfielder, I'm going to have to say, but I think we have the bet the better of the Uruguayans, which is Facundo Torres and Cesar Araujo. And uh, I do believe that this team is beatable, definitely beatable. And uh, I think Orlando has the the squad. And I know Orlando is not going to have uh, Mauricio Pereira, but, you know, we can definitely still have a squad to, to, to definitely, you know, maybe attempt to to definitely get the W. And I think we have to get the W because they are a direct contender for what we're trying to for, for what we're trying to do. You know? Um so let's um let's do the um, you, I don't know if you guys want to do the lineup for a potential lineup. Let's for do it. the CFT. Okay. Let's go ahead and um okay so uh, Galese, right? Um, what do you guys think? Galese, right? N not Mason? Galese all the way. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, Alexandre Callens is probably not going to play because he's injured. So they're playing without one of the star center backs. Um, so just FYI. And also, I do want to say something. Internally, NYCFC, they're fighting amongst each other in practice. I'm just going to say this. The players are fighting amongst each other in practice. There's a lot of egos happening with some of the Latin players in that team. 
Uh, you saw it, I think. I, I think they played a, a team recently. Um, I think it was. I don't know if it was a Chicago game or the one before, but they were I fighting. Think it was the one with uh, Charlotte. My, yeah, they were fighting amongst each other. Like they were discussing. It, it was embarrassing. Like you know, the that's where you definitely Orlando needs to prey on, prey on them not them not being united and, and killing each other. Um, okay, uh, Ruan for sure. Um, right. I mean, I think. Uh, I, I, I'll say personally, uh, let's keep the back line. Like, I don't know what you guys think, but just keep the back line the way. I, I think it's going to be the same starting. The same. Yeah, the same starting that we saw this past weekend with the exception of, of Montino with Smith. Montino for yeah. Smith. And then with the uh, absence of Mauricio Pereira, we may so. see Urso in that spot because obviously Pato's no longer here. And uh, who takes Urso's spot? I will. Um, I was gonna say uh, Wilder could have potentially. Oh, Wilmer. Yeah, yeah. Because so, Pereira was was playing in the back, right? Oh, go ahead, Luis. Sorry. So what I would do is Araujo, um, uh, right here, and um, I mean, what I would do is just like what Paola was saying. He's not a 10, but this is going to be, in my opinion, this could be what's going to definitely throw people off. And if we put Cartagena here, and we put here Facundo Torres. Facundo, they're going to keep switching. Um, right? Or um, Urso. I don't know. Um and then we put here um, Benji, or who played the yeah Benji, Jake? Right? No, no, J Jake oh, was Jake, Jake Mulraney, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. this is Mulraney. Yeah, this is Mulraney. Yeah, for sure. All right, so yeah, just like you said, Paula, I think that Cartagena could. He's not a he's not a number ten. Now he he will play the number ten position, but he's not a ten. He is he's in he's perfect in Urso's position. So, but Urso is versatile because he could play the wing. So, what will happen is, and that's what they need to do is, Urso will come here, he will go here, and then they will switch with Torres and go from here, and then keep doing that. Just keep doing that, keep doing that, keep doing that, and it's going to throw them off. It's going to throw them off because they're not going to know, is Cartagena going to be on, on the wing? Is, is Cartagena going to be as a 10? Is Torres going to be the number 10? You know, and if you keep switching, you're going to throw them off completely. So I think it will be a greater strategy. Not only that, but you also help Araujo, uh, you know, have that mid very solid because you, you will have three potential sixes on here. So Cartagena can also do the defensive job and help Araujo right here, in my opinion. And um, that was going to facilitate for the back line not to be overworked and just do their job of just staying compact. We, we, and that's what we saw against Charlotte, you know, uh, when they were staying compact and, and, and staying in, in task. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what are your thoughts uh, about that, Dave? No, I agree with you guys. I mean, if it's not broken, you know, there's, it doesn't need to be fixed. I think um, Pareja with his system has found – 
the group of players that 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 can definitely um, uh, you know get the results. You know, I, with this many games left, single digit game left, uh, there's there's no room for error. We have to win. We have to win. We have to win. Even 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 a tie at this point of the season is a disappointing uh, result. Um, we are playing basically against uh, nothing but Eastern teams, with exception of um, of Seattle, who this year it's still recuperating from their uh, their Concacaf champion the, uh, duties. So it's a, it's an opportunity to pounce on a team that's going to have to come across the country. Uh, so with that said, you know I think this is this is it. This is the the lineup that is going to get us the the win. the The boys need to come. Uh, they they need to come believing in themselves. Um, they have to be. You know we have to be play relaxed and sure of what we do. Um, because again we cannot surrender points. Not not at, at home. home. Not, not at home. home. You can't do that. You we can't do can't. that. We can do can't that. Do I, I mean, I, I, I don't know what else to say to, to tell everybody. <laughs> it's zero room for error from now on. The team that is going to be left out of the playoffs are the teams from this day forward, the teams that fail to accumulate the amount, the most amount of points. And you do that by losing at home at home. It should be a fortress for every single team in that table. Exactly. I, I do agree with that uh, wholeheartedly. And, uh, you know, I I have no doubt that, you know, hopefully they're they're able to 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 see that also. Right. It, it is. It is. Yes. It's not the Sunshine Derby. It's not playing against Miami, but it is. I mean, it is. A, it is a rivalry. It's a huge rivalry for us. And playing it is home, to me. Yeah, it is. It is to me. Uh, those rivalries, we to gotta me. win. We gotta win. We gotta win. What are your What are your expectations, Paola? Three points. Through. Three points all the way. Like we need those three points. Um, and I forgot who said it. Um, I I heard it in an interview, but they said that they need to like themselves. They need this three points because it's at home and us as fans we deserve them because we're always supporting them and um being there so i don't i don't remember who said it but it was a player who said that if i'm not mistaken but i'm expecting a win and i don't like nycfc for being honest neither um i think it's one of our rivals like you guys said and i'm expecting three points so yeah you can't win two games in a row on the road and then you come home And, and then you send the people unhappy. I mean, that's, you know what I'm saying? I mean, can't do it. <laughs> right. I mean, you imagine if, I mean, I'm just saying this, but it would be fantastic for Orlando to win this, then maybe have a, a mixed team of against Seattle, maybe somebody from OCB. I would love to see, we'll love to see uh, Moises Tablante as a number 10. I know right below the striker. I, I would love to see him there. I don't know if the club will, will be listening, but no, no. <laughs> it, uh, unfortunately, he's he can't come up because uh, to a red card. Everybody. I no, think no. So. To, oh. to remind everybody, it has to be Sign MLS up. players can go down, but MLS next pro players cannot, cannot go up. up. Yeah, gotcha. that's, gotcha. that's the thing. Oh, and about, you know, now that you brought Moses Tablante, Moses Tablante had a 
beautiful goal this past weekend on a 2-2 uh, uh, result against uh, Columbus. Columbus too, right? And then ended up losing the uh, the the little penalty. Uh, shootout they have, the uh, penalty mm -hmm. runs they have after, which I'm going to be quite honest with you, I hate him. Uh, but um, I'm going to be honest with you, I, I think it's time for, for, for him to have a, a space in the, in the first team. Uh, incredible player. And, uh, you know, OCB. Uh, oh, one of the things that we haven't touched was the fact that Uh, last week against uh, uh, Rochester, I believe, or no Richmond. Uh, no, no, what's the what's the team that it's uh, up in New York? Rochester. 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 Rochester, Rochester. Rochester Rhinos. I think. It's right. right. Well, they they don't they only go by Rochester now. But to me, I yeah, I want to call them the Rhinos every single time. Yeah. Um, they they uh, we had uh, we had basically all our bench play that game. And uh, we had uh, we had a lot of players uh, get minutes. Tesho, one of them, and uh, he said, "Hey, I wanted to uh, get the feeling of scoring again. I wanted to feel that again, and uh, and it paid off huge dividends uh, over the weekend, obviously. And a lot of people were upset that we did that, right? but but you know, it's a tool that we have. We have a bunch of players that need minutes. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Uh, so." Uh, the game uh, for OCB wasn't what we were expecting, but, um, you know, it is what it is. It's a, it's a development league and, you know. Uh, but uh, to go back to, to that game against uh, against uh, uh, Seattle, yeah, man, I, I, I honestly, um, I, I would like to see a mix there because if you look at the calendar, originally, my friends, we were supposed to play Sunday. Wednesday, Sunday, and then the final. So MLS obviously sees that and goes, wait a minute, there's no way for these guys to play three games in one week and then be fresh. Final, final. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, insanity. It's, it's impossible. <laughs> so so we're not uh, unfortunately we're not gonna have any Orlando City football over the weekend. It hurts me because you know that's what I live for for, for my football weekends. But uh, but yeah, you know, uh, we'll have the final on Wednesday, yes, we'll have that cup, yeah. the trophy, and, and, yes. And, guys, uh, and, and, and I do want to say, chill out, it's know, already officially so sold out, by the way. Yeah, yeah. the club yeah, hasn't said it, it is sold out, but I mean, it's to the players, out. you know, grab a bowl of cereal, you know, you know, some milk, some chocolate milk, chill, little steak, you know. No wine, no chill out, relax, watch TV. You know, I watched the Godfather one, two, and three this weekend. You know, I was binging on the Godfather, you know, but you know, just chill, you know, and then just after Wednesday, then you can do whatever you want. Yeah, for sure. And, you know one, of the, and one of the things is uh, Sacramento is going to be playing Saturday at Louisville because the USL. In their corporate myopia, uh, it's not doing a solid to the representative. This is the opportunity wow. to stick your finger in MLS's eye, and you are you are forcing them to travel from California to Kentucky, play a game, and then three days later a final in Orlando. Um, I, I think it's a disservice. Uh, you know, I feel bad for them, but not so bad because I want a trophy. I mean, yeah, if, yeah. If, if we were playing my grandmother 
if my grandmother was the manager for Sacramento, I'm sorry. Yeah, After that, hugs too. and kisses. <laughs> but in those 90 minutes, yeah, I want to destruct, right. total destruction, total destruction. I, I, I am so thirsty and hungry for a trophy. I was I was on Facebook looking at pictures. The last time we lifted a trophy, my kids were toddlers. No, my kids my kids are teenagers now. My oldest is in high school. Friends, <laughs> it's been a long time, a no, long time. And, and and me, I, I went to the Orlando Magic L.A. Lakers final two thousand and nine. Dwight Howard, Richard Oof, Lewis, thirteen years ago. Yep, thirteen years ago. That's what happened. We gotta win. We gotta win. I'm telling you, we gotta win. If we don't win, listen, we gotta, we gotta. But I'm just, I'm just giving you the worst case. They're gonna have to pull me from there to, 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 to RMC. I'm not gonna be able to. I'm not gonna be able to, to, to walk by my own power. I'm, I'm telling you. Now, if we win, I wanna let everybody know. Just mute me for a week, cause I'm gonna be passing out. Uh, I'm gonna be cashing out all those checks. The other day, there's there's this guy that is mostly a troll for Atlanta, and uh, he was uh, he was very very sad about his team being bottom of the table. And you know, I had no mercy. I I, I said, hey, what's the score? Because he used to do that to us in two, in, in 2018. Every time we played a game, and you know, the team will post the the final results. He will go and post. What's the score? I, I I I returned the favor to him, and now he got mad. Oh, why are you gonna do that? Why are you gonna hit me while I'm down? I'm like, well, the football is cyclical. Back in 2018, <laughs> they were telling me that your team was so powerful that it could go into the Scottish Premier League and destroy no anybody. Way. There's no. <laughs> That's what he told me. That's what wow. he told me that they, they, they were they were they, they they could go to Argentina and win the league. And you know, I'm telling you, uh, uh, um, winning is a powerful drug. It's a powerful mm-hmm. drug. Arrogance, a byproduct of it. But I gotta tell you, even when Orlando City and USL was destroying teams left and right, I never said such things. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I'm not crazy. First of all, Plus. but it is what it is, friends. You know, um, football is cyclical. Uh, to if we can touch Atlanta for a second, I I think that the Pineda's gonna be fired at the end of the season. They're gonna My they're gonna cousin. go through a, a massive, My massive, cousin. massive rebuilding. Uh, if they it's keep Boca Negra, yeah, no. If they keep Boca Negra uh, in their in the front office, uh, they they get what they deserve. Uh, former captain uh, uh, Jonathan Spector needs to go. I mean, that their their scouting is awful. And one of the things that it's their own doing that is that is gonna devastate our organization is they bought that kid Barco for seventeen million dollars. They can't offload him. Nobody in Argentina is gonna uh, pay for no, him. I was so money. Yeah, I was actually listening to this uh, guys. I was uh, uh, listening to a podcast. Uh, uh, actually, no, I'm sorry. It's a YouTube channel. It's called Suben y Bajan. It's about the Argentinian uh, lower leagues, second, third, fourth division. These guys do a fantastic job. Um, basically, what I do with Orlando, if you follow my blog, what I do with Orlando City, but those guys actually travel with the teams, different teams. And they, are, they were talking that there's a rumor that maybe in 2023, Argentina is going to switch from the peso to the U.S. dollar. Okay? Just like, yeah, just like uh, El Salvador, Panama, and Ecuador have done. 
And what does that mean? What does that mean? Well, it means that the country it has such hyperinflation that they are surrendering their national currency and the ability to manipulate their own economy to the United States. And by doing that, it stabilizes the country, inflation. Because what happens uh, for your friends that have never experienced such a thing, what happens is imagine if you got paid $100 on Monday and Friday that $100 is worth $50. So that's basically what it is. Your money devaluates and now it's more money to buy more goods or the same amount of money buys less goods. That's the problem that they're having. So what that will mean is that uh, going to Argentina is going to cost more to buy players. The Argentinian, the Argentinian league, I've been told already from good sources, is going to have uh, is going to have a fire sale in the off season. We're going to see a lot of Argentinian uh, players flooding the United States market. You know why? Because Europe is not going to pay those prices. MLS will. I'm telling you right now, MLS will because they're going to be getting European caliber type players. Sudamericana players, Libertadores players, national team players that are going to be willing to come to the United States uh, for less money than they will get in Europe, but it's dollars, U.S. dollars. And um, that's one thing. The other one is, like I said, if, if the economy uh, gets uh, gets into U.S. dollars, then then you're going to see uh, uh, all sorts of issues. But with, with Atlanta United, they lost money with Pity Martinez. They, they, this Barco guy, they're probably going to have to eat those $17 million. And probably for that organization, for a lot of MLS teams, they may cool off with this, this, this boy, South, South American boy wonder craze that Atlanta had for a while. Because you don't go to, you don't go and pay top dollar for promises. That's what Barco was, promises. And I saw uh, Barco against, um, um, Gonzalo, um, uh, Gaston Gonzalez, uh, when they uh, when Union played uh, uh, River, and let me tell you some, uh, it, what a fall from grace for that guy Barco. One day you are in the United States, uh, cheating on your wife with your uh, with your uh, partner's uh, girlfriend, with your with your uh, teammate's girlfriend, and the next you are in in the, in Argentina. Getting paid in pesos and uh, being thrown garbage. I mean, it's it, it, unbelievable. Look, that's what's going on, guys. That's what's going look, on. If, if if they do that and the market of Virginia opens up, I already got my player for Atlanta City. Who's that? Walter, Walter Bo. Gustavo mm. Bo's brother. He's Ooh. a beast. He's a You're beast. You're not guy. kidding, huh? He's a beast. Um, if his brother is dangerous up top, He's double dangerous. Who's he playing for? Because I don't recognize him. He's playing uniform. for, uh, well, no, he used to play for Defensi Justicia, and he was, um, he won, um, I think, Copa Sudamericana, I want to say. Uh, mm -hmm. So right now he's playing for, hold on. Oh, he, he's playing for Vélez Arfield, which is a big team in Argentina, Vélez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, they, they are considered um, uh, middle-of-the-table teams. Um, yeah. but I know, listen, middle of the table Argentinian teams will come to MLS and destroy everybody. Yeah, but yeah. uh, you, you go to that guy right now who's getting paid in pesos in again, pesos. and you and you because oh, I, I gotta tell you guys this uh, it, uh it's, it's not it's not gossip because it's 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 actually was on the radio, but when they interviewed uh, a few weeks back, uh, Facundo Torres, uh, 
agent. Uh, he said that he had a um, uh, one of his clients that very good player uh, ended up going went to the Middle East, wanted to get out of there because I've been to the Middle East. I mean, it's sand, heat. I mean, it's not best quality of your life, especially if you're married, like this guy. And this guy ended up going to Argentina. And I want to say that uh, I, it starts with a G. Luis, if you can help me. It's an Argentinian team. It starts with a G. It's in the Buenos Aires area. A gimnasia en Grima? There you go, brother. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, and, and the player was desperate to get out of the situation because – He's getting paid in Argentinian pesos, my friends. And, you know, like I said, there's money that is losing value. Uh, it's losing value uh, as we speak. And uh, it, it's, so, it's so worthless that countries like Bolivia, Paraguay, Uruguay, Chile, the countries that, that the, the, the people that, that will try to go to Argentina to work illegally, currencies that traditionally have been worth less than the Argentinian peso. Now, Argentinians find themselves going to these countries and there's a currency, the, the, the trade is, is, you know, worthless. It's toilet paper. And we have seen this before. So, uh, I, I mean, while it's devastating, and I'm going to be honest with you, it's devastating. Argentina has already gone through this type of process in the, in the 80s when they actually had to switch currency from the Austral to the peso. Uh, and, uh, you know, a lot of people lost their fortunes on that. I did it. An Argentinian girl whose family just here in Orlando, who's, uh, by the way, ended up marrying a guy from my hometown. <laughs> um, anyhow, story for another day, maybe after the show, after the show. So, uh, so anyways, uh, her family just like lost their shirt, lost everything they had when that happened. So it's, it's devastating as a, uh, as a Latino, you know, I feel for them. On a football uh, spectrum, I can say that <laughs> MLS, if you like Argentinian players, MLS is going to get full of them uh, come 2023. You can bet on that. That's right. And uh, talking about uh, other stories, um, the Pride. The Pride was able to seven games undefeated, guys. Seven games undefeated. You know, um, super proud of, of this team. They, uh, you know, every time you see Angel FC, you see Gotham, you see San, now San Diego Wave, right? They are the darlings of the NWSL. I'm going to say this. They get all the markets. They get, they get all the promotion, all the posters. And the rest of the teams, they, 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 they don't even mention them. Uh, like the athletic writes more about those teams than they will ever do for Orlando Pride. But the Orlando Pride, out of their work and out of their work ethic, and how Seb Hines is able to literally mold this group of young women to win, you know, I, I, you know, aside of um, Miguel Gallardo also and uh, Giles Barnes, like they've installed this competitiveness in in, in these are women that. Is their first time playing in the NWSL. Carrie Abello, detrimental in attack. You had also um, Erica, Tim, uh, Erica Timrak. Uh, she's played in, in Florida before, but um, 
fantastic player. Uh, Maggie Doherty Howard, which is um, right there on in on the picture, she was a phenomenal game. She's like our, our Mauricio Pereira type of thing, right? Our Mauricio Pereira. So, you know, fantastic game. They beat Gotham in their turf, right? In their turf, right? And it was a Man, not really. It was Philadelphia, friends. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 Subaru Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was going to ask you, why, they, why are they playing in Philadelphia? What happened to Rebel Arena? Exactly. Okay. Fair enough. Exactly. You know, <laughs> you know, New York. And, and, right. and what happened to the darlings for former Orlando City players that are in Gotham? Uh, what happened to they, them? They didn't play that game. Oof. So, so we are already throwing in the towel. Okay. New York's all right if you like saxophones. New York's all right if you like saxophones. Uh, Ali Watt, uh, debut. She came from All Rain. All rain, and she scored. She had a ACL, I think, injury. I think I want to say it was an ACL injury. She was uh, brought in into the brought in into the pride. Massive impact. I mean, massive impact. Super speedster, right on the right wing. Fantastic play. Scored on her debut, and uh, Orlando when uh, they beat Gotham two to one. They beat Gotham two to one. Uh, at Subaru Park, right? Um, here are some images. This is the goal. This is Maggie Darty Howard. She's the one who did the assist. Uh, Bados was the one that was Gotham's keeper. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Ashley ha Ashley and Harris didn't play that game. <laughs> what's her name? I'm gonna get crucified. Was it? What's her name? Then you know, it, it, oh, Ali Krieger played. There you go. That's Ali Krieger. But you know, she couldn't do anything. I think. Look, these are all young players. You got Jordan Listro, Canadian national team. You got Haley Jensen that just came from. Uh, uh, no, Haley Hansen. He just came from um, Houston, uh, Houston Dash. And then you have Maggie Darty Howard, um, Michaela Clough, Ali Watt, Erica Timrak, uh, Villa Cortez, like right here. Like yeah. they had a, 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 a nice shot, man. Unfortunately, they got got uh, got got saved. But uh, I yeah. actually watched the highlights, bro. And and you know, one of the things I was gonna mention is I saw when when their substitutions, the players come, they get a hug from Seb, they get a hug yeah. from Giles. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of smiles. There's there's a lot of camaraderie. And unfortunately, I'm gonna have to say this. Unfortunately. The relationship between male uh, coaches and, and female teams has been vilified and sort of morbidly muddied over the years because of situations that have happened yeah, in this league and somewhere else. And it was refreshing to see that that respect that the girls have for their for their manager. Meanwhile, uh, Gotham, they were coming out. The manager wasn't even looking at them. <laughs> so yeah. You know, and I'm going to say something. Um, Carrie Abello right here, Penn State product, fantastic player. F I mean, you're talking about what a future this girl has. Uh, you know, she's an athlete. She's definitely going to be an all-star. She's definitely going to be the cornerstone of this team. I mean, what a, what a game changer she's been uh, for the Pride. Um, and she's just – it's her first season – in the NWSL. So the future is, you know, quoting Scarface, the future is hers. 
literally, like literally her, the future is hers. And, uh, you know, phenomenal game. Uh, and I, I'm just going to say this. Um, I'm going to read here the comments. Shinta says here, um, 0013, the Gotham manager is new, and that was his second game. He's a temp from the, or the Orlando area. Oh, there you go. Shinta says, hope Watt gets a hattie against her former team. Yeah, of course. I think uh, teams like All Rain, like Houston, like Gotham, the darlings of the league that I'm calling, you know, Gotham, Angel City, San Diego Wave, they're now seeing the prime. They're like, oh, crap. We, we have to put our starters. We have to play them with all we got because this team could definitely make – it's dangerous. I mean – you know, they've been the, the darlings of the league already. And I think they're only going to get better. I can't wait to see, you know, I, I know for a fact they're going to make playoffs. I have definitely a good feeling that they're definitely going to be making playoffs. And if they are, I hope they get far. And if they are, let's go support them. Let's go support them. I mean, if let's say the Pride, guys, gets into a quarterfinal, semifinal, Mm -hmm. Explore, mm -hmm. Explorer needs to be filled out. You understand? Yeah, yeah, we gotta put our if, money where if, our mouth is. If, if these players right now play for 2,000, 3,000 people and they give their hearts out, you imagine for 21,000? I mean, they'll be winners. I mean, and so I'm just saying, guys, uh, let's support the pride. I think they play a phenomenal game. Everyone there is, is doing their part. And again, I want to give, um, Kudos to Miguel, Miguel Gallardo, to Seb Hines and Giles uh, Barnes because they've turned this franchise around. And now, you know, hopefully next season we see more people going into the games because I think they deserve it. And it says, look, 5,000 people showed up last game. Hope the city continues to show up. Yeah. I mean, we got to support the pride, man. I mean, um, we got us. I mean, what, what do we want to support? The Pride or or the Orlando Predators from David Siegel? That used to be a failure. That he acquired that that team indoor indoor football team. It was a uh, holy guacamole. Oh, <laughs> like it was bad. Like I mean, we want to we we want to support teams that definitely are making a huge impact. And I think the Pride is definitely is just getting started. They're only going to get better. And um, you know, Orlando's marketable, you know, like the, I think they have the, the best kits in the MLS still. The pride kits are, are, are some of the best in my opinion, but um, yeah, that was, uh, well, they look nice, but I got, I, I, I got, I got a little bit of a, a bone to pick with the, with the, with the kits. I, I want us to return to purple. I think, um, while the kits look amazing, but black is the predominant color in that kit. And I think with with uh, Seb Hines at the helm, because I think anybody can, can argue nice. that Seb has earned the right to be the manager of this club officially uh, starting next year. I would like for us to return to the purple kits. Uh, I think it will renew yeah, nice. the connection to the, to the, to the, the, to the club. And in, and I, this is my personal opinion. I think I, the batch needs to be redone. Uh, one, one of the things that I heard was that the batch that you see was supposed was meant to be temporary, 
and uh, it was mm-hmm. postponed because, yeah, that one. It was supposed to be temporary. I'm going to be honest. If you're from Orlando, it's sort of, okay, the, the fountain in Lake Eola. Uh, okay. But if you are not from here, it looks like uh, Jello dish or something. I don't – it just doesn't – it doesn't – to me, it doesn't say Orlando anything, and it doesn't say okay. I'm affiliated with, with the Pride Alliance. I think – Maybe some uh, the silhouette of a lioness or something like that will be much better. That's just my opinion, but uh, but you know yeah. Uh, uh, since we are here uh, pushing the the clock, I'll have to say that we have to go support the girls, and uh, and uh, just like we do, just like we do the the, the men's side, um, they have done a fantastic job. And you know, yeah, Seth Hines, man, I'm telling you, Seth yeah. Hines, what an incredible job. What a classic job. Class act, I'm gonna say. Uh Paula, what are your thoughts? Uh the pride. Let's put our let's no, let's put <laughs> let's put our logo. I'm just kidding of the podcast nah, and the and the, and the kids. Nah. No, no, no. No, but but you guys said it all. Like what a best time to go and support the girls, the ladies. Oh, yeah. Seven unbeaten game. So great job, I think. Um, David said it before. I think the coaches are doing a great job, and they turned the table. So I, I, I have to go. I haven't gone. Um, I think in the past two years before COVID, I didn't, I didn't have the opportunity to go and support the ladies. So I need to go this year before they, they end. So. Yeah, I would love to see the purple kids back. Uh, I mean, I love the, I love. I'm definitely gonna buy the. The moon kit and I want to yeah I want the white the white yeah, one I'm gonna, yeah I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna buy both but seriously like I, I I do agree with with Dave on that the purple kits will look fantastic and I would love to see Orlando City do a retro kit with the with, with the red with the former color the original Orlando City color <clears throat> not the original right it, it, I think it'll be well, we're good. you know I think. After this, if, if Orlando goes and, and wins the cup, I think it would be fantastic to see a retro kit. Some sort of way, you know, uh, something with red red outline or, or something that would have um, the old the old Orlando City kit vibes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it will it'll, it'll definitely bring a lot of memories and uh, a lot of good memories and also it, it's the identity of of the club too you know you can't you can't say oh no this started in 2015 no this started way before 2015 way before europe does it all the time yeah so, so hope, hopefully they hear us uh i want to give praises to the pride um last comments uh dave you want to um, any yeah for comments? sure uh you know uh have uh, new videos on uh, certain topics since uh you know that, that we have touched here in the show on my vlog the legendary david on youtube in spanish and in english and um also uh you know uh florida underscore man 76 on twitter uh, you know, go ahead and, and, and follow me. You know, let's talk football, let's have fun. Uh, let's not take life too serious. You know, the people that have blocked me and they don't talk to me anymore because you know they just they just want to be right all the time. And I'm sorry, you can't, you can't be. That's not how, how life works. 
Um, and uh, anyhow, uh, but uh, you know, as you can see, I'm a, I'm a normal person. I'm a normal human being. I love I love our club. Uh, I again, I, 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 I warning warning. If when we win that trophy, uh, please mute me. I'm just gonna go bonkers. I may show up to work the following day in a speedo, oiled up aviator glasses, drink in hand, cigar in the other, and flip flops. That's that's how I'm gonna show up. And when people ask me. What are you doing? I'll be like, it's a champion's prerogative, and I'm going to exercise that prerogative. So that's what I'm going to do. So with that said. Uh, are you going to blog that? Huh? Are you going to blog that when we yeah. lift that trophy or not? No, no, no. no. I'm I'm just when I go to work, that's that's the attitude <laughs> I'm going to have. You, you, you uh, have to do a TikTok. No, forget about it. No, if uh, I, already, I already said that if I get the opportunity to hold the trophy, I'm going to do the Michael Jordan. Uh, I'm going to do the pose. But uh, in, in, in all honesty, uh, in all seriousness, I, I just I just hope that I can t at least touch the, the trophy. Uh, and uh, if we win it, um, uh, Jared, if you're listening, I know for a fact that you're going to allow uh, the fans to go visit the trophy, have an event. I am so, I'm so tired of telling this club how to take my money, how to engage me. You know, you know what would be great, Jared. You you have the trophy, and then you make it a event for people to sign up for season tickets. How about that? It's free. Don't worry about it. It's free. I I actually took a marketing class in college, and I slept in a Holiday Inn Express last night. So that's that one. So it's for free. Thank you very much, guys. And I'll shut up so the Paola can say her goodbyes, and we'll kick it out of here. Paola. Um... Last comments you wanna you wanna give out before we go. Last comment. We didn't talk about it, but Kyle Smith did his 100 appearances yesterday with the club. Um, so I just wanted to put that out. Also tomorrow, yeah, yeah. tomorrow we're gonna um, record our podcast in Spanish, Tiro de Esquina, um, at night. So be paying attention to that new episode. Uh, yeah, I, hear you got, I hear you gotta have a, a I have a, a, guest. a special guest. I'm not gonna say who it is. Really? I'm excited. I, I really want to find out um, who it is. Like right now? Can I say it? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. So David will be my special guest for tomorrow. Uh, I was watching the show last week and you said, oh, somebody that knows a lot about football. <laughs> I'm like, yes, finally somebody is going to grace this podcast <laughs> with knowledge. And now that you tell me that it's me, I'm super <laughs> disappointed. But, no, okay. the, the legendary David will be um, okay, with yeah, us tomorrow. We're going to make it fun. We're going to make it fun. And it, it and, and it's going to be, you know, like, like uh, you know, it's going to be closed doors. We're going to talk Close. about that. A lot of things um, that lose don't let us talk about it here. I uh, got I got um, a new camera, okay. so probably new shots oh, tomorrow. Um, so follow us on Twitter, uh, at TE Skina podcast, um, Instagram too. I will be posting videos on um, there. You go. That, that is our Twitter, um, tag username. Sorry. And, um, I will be posting stuff. Like if you go to Twitter now, you will see my celebration yesterday when, when Techo scored, it was bonkers. So it was like a party yesterday at my house. So follow hey, hey. us. 
Yeah, there you go. Ahead. No, I can I congratulate congratulate you. What a clean house you have. <laughs> Obviously, no kids. No kids. My house looks like a, a war zone here in the living room right now. You guys don't get to see that. For now, just give us I don't know how many years, five years or yeah, three yeah, years. No, you, you, will see, you will see. You look beautiful. My, my, you I, was watching, I was watching the video and uh, my wife is like, you can tell they have no kids. <laughs> <laughs> I need to I need to brag right until we have a, a little Paola or a little Alec in the future. But follow us on Twitter, and um, thank you, thank you for having me today. Uh, I want to thank everybody to you know that tune in live today. Uh, everybody that uh, is definitely gonna listen to our our show um, uh, audio in audio form. Uh, check us out also on Twitter. At LPO underscore podcast. We're also on Facebook as Latin Pride Orlando and also on YouTube as Latin Pride Orlando. Click on the notification bell for notifications. Um, we're also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for everybody that wants to listen to, listen to us um, um, in audio form. Uh, thank you so much for all your support. Everybody that um, shares our content, uh, definitely we appreciate it. Also, I wanted to. You know, if you want to definitely uh, make a difference in the city beautiful and you want to definitely support our, our, our brand and you want to definitely, um, you know, cover the team, <clears throat> there there's still time. You can join us here at Latin Proud Orlando. You you'll, could get to cover Orlando City, Orlando City B, Orlando Pride, any writers, journalists, uh City Pride OCB fans, send us a, a DM um, at, at at LPO underscore podcast on Instagram or uh, Twitter, and then we'll go ahead and uh, get with you uh, regarding that. I also want to encourage for you guys to go and subscribe and spread the word about our YouTube channel. We're at 434 subscribers. Uh, let's get to 500 subscribers. Um, <clears throat> spread the word. To your friends, people that maybe have never watched the show before, uh, if you, we are the podcast of choice or the show of choice, um, spread the word and help us out to at least reach 500 by the end of the month uh, or the beginning of September. That way we can just focus on the rest of the year and then, you know, hopefully get to the 1K subs before my birthday, which is in March. So let's hope that, that that's a possibility. So help us grow. Thank you so much for all your support. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see you guys very soon. I'll be covering, uh, I'm sure, the Pride on Friday and Orlando City on Sunday. And uh, that's it. Vamos Orlando, guys. Vamos Orlando. Vamos Orlando. Take care, guys. Have a good one. Hi, this is Luis Carlos Pineda from Loud and Proud Orlando. I want to thank you for listening to us through Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Help us grow our purple community by following us on all our social media outlets. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're also available on YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. We're available on Instagram as Pineda underscore ORL. We're available on Facebook as Loud and Proud Orlando. And on Twitter, as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And vamos Orlando.